This edition of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast is brought to you in association with Simplicity Smoothies. If a beetroot could kiss you, it would taste like this. Last month, an envelope addressed to my father landed on the doormat. I opened it and was surprised to find a ticket for this year's Wagner Festival in Bayreuth, Germany. As a keen fan of Wagner, it was my dad's dream to one day attend the annual celebration of the great man's work. Sadly, tickets are highly sought after, and the waiting list is 10 years. Dad must have applied for this at least a decade ago. So in this episode, I'm going on a journey to take my dad's place at Bayreuth and live his dream for him. Expect some poignant thrills and perhaps a tear or two as I cross Europe to take my dad's place in Wagner Valhalla. This one's for you, Dad. When I started the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast... I wanted to reflect the experience of the solo traveller in today's ever-evolving world of tourism. Open a holiday brochure or spend a couple of days staking out your local Thomas Cook and you'll see that the single tourist is essentially invisible. And once we're on holiday, our hotel rooms are bleak boxes overlooking the bins and our tables are invariably by or in the toilets. Also we're forced to pay the dreaded single supplement, or loneliness tax, as I call it. Over the years, solo travellers have tried a number of ways to avoid being hit by this extra expense. From holidaying with a life-sized effigy of an imaginary spouse, to spending the holiday disguised as two people. But we are invariably found out and shamed right there in the foyer by the cackling hotel manager. On the other hand, it's not all bad for the lone wolf. A few years ago, being the only guest in Bhutan's only hotel led, due to a series of bylaws I never fully understood, to me being crowned emperor for the duration of my stay. I was both impressed and saddened by the cruelty of my regime. Bayreuth is a paradise for the solo traveller. The small town's strict Lutheran council have put in place legislation banning any of its hotels from offering double beds, or indeed double rooms. Welcome to my world, couples. And don't think you can just push two single beds together. They cannot be made to touch due to powerful repelling magnets. I bet that when I came out as a Wagner buff earlier, a lot of you said to yourselves, Crikey! I never had old Prousey down as a racist. I want to make it clear from the off that while I love Wagner's music, I find his racism unoriginal and long-winded. Since arriving here, I've been thinking a lot about problematic art and our reaction to it. Wagner may have been an anti-Semite, but if his artistic gift had manifested itself through, say, pottery rather than music, would the work have the same problems? It's possible to imagine an anti-Semitic opera. 
but can any of us imagine an anti-Semitic fruit bowl? I can't. Simplicity Smoothies. Giving you your five a day. Smiles, that is. Standing here in the town's central square, surrounded by chanting festival-goers, many of them decked out in their Wagner sombreros and giant foam hands, overwhelms me with memories of my childhood and my father. I grew up knee-deep in Wagner. I'll never forget my seventh birthday, when Dad took me to see a touring production of Tannhauser. I also remember my eighth birthday, when the cast of that same production visited our house to perform the opera in its entirety. And my ninth birthday, when we took them to McDonald's. During my childhood, Dad introduced me to every corner of Wagner's repertoire, from the austere majesty of the Flying Dutchman and Lohengrin to the outlandish humour of Obermeyer's party. By the time I was 18, I'd heard every single one of Wagner's operas, with one exception. Gotterdammerung. Dad said listening to that seminal work before I was ready would be like the time he took his driving test too soon. He was six. Ah, Dad, I wish he could see all this. But enough of the past. I'm about to join the throng in the Festspielhaus for the first opera in the cycle Das Rheingold. just taken my seat in the auditorium. What's little known about Wagner is that he was also a prodigious inventor. In addition to writing the 13 epic operas for which he is famous, he also invented a new kind of chair. This piece of experimental furniture, named Der Wagnerstuhl by its inventor, was notable chiefly due to its distinctive five-legged design. Working at the peak of his creative powers, Wagner saw the five-legged chair as the solution to the majority of mankind's woes, including incorrect posture, kidney disease and communism. Wagner's friend, the philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, disagreed, taking time out from writing Also Sprach Zarathustra to point out that Der Wagnerstuhl was just one more leg on a four-legged chair. Enraged, Wagner wrote back, saying that with its extra leg, his chair must therefore necessarily be 25% better than a four-legged chair. In order to show what he saw as the flaw in Wagner's thinking, Nietzsche sent Wagner a design for a six-legged chair, saying that by Wagner's own reasoning it was 20% better than der Wagnerstuhl. The infuriated Wagner replied that Nietzsche's chair far from being a new entity, was merely a bastardization of his own design and brought a lawsuit against the philosopher. Nietzsche then penned his immortal broadside, Nietzsche contra Wagner, in which the philosopher developed his prevailing view that Wagner's chair, and I quote, was shit. Now you know this story, next time you're in Bayreuth Festspielhaus, take a look at a chair, and you'll see it has five legs and three armrests. <laughs>
So that's Das Rheingold out of the way. What an experience. As an opera purist, I was initially appalled by the presence of the dreaded Sir titles, but that turned out to be just an illuminated exit sign, so I was able to relax and enjoy the opening section of the ring cycle in peace. For Wagner aficionados, going to see just one or two of the operas in the ring cycle is far worse than seeing none of them. It's vital to see them all and in the right order like the carry-on films. Simplicity smoothies. Teaching your intestine to smile again. It's easy, of course, to gloss over the great German tragedy, its slow disappearance from the UK GCSE syllabus. Language teaching has always been a disgrace in Great Britain. Even the teaching of English is mostly left to our parents. The latest studies show German is being eclipsed by Spanish in our schools, partly because it's easier and partly because of the vastly increased chart presence of Spanish hip-hop, with its colourful stars and terrifying rhymes. When it comes to German, our education minister might seek to remedy this failure to teach the language of the biggest manufacturing base in Europe rather than catering so readily for the language of Spain, a country which currently employs 74 people. Simplicity smoothies. Tastes just like 15 bananas should taste. Day three now, and I'm really drinking in the atmosphere of the place. I've just sat through the most violent production of Siegfried I've ever seen. And now I'm back in the town square, killing some time before heading into here for the very first time, the final opera in this mighty cycle, Gotterdammerung. As the queue forms, I think back to my childhood and my father, sitting there in his Wagnerstuhl, dressed as Siegfried, humming tantalising snatches of the opera he had forbidden me to see. You're not ready, Mike, he'd say gravely. You're just not ready for Gotterdammerung. Well, Dad, I'm ready now. Back in my hotel. When I last spoke to you, I was heading off to the opera house to meet my fate. I was going to square the circle, triangulate the ring, and finally see Gotterdammerung. But it wasn't to be. Waiting in the foyer, I found the very angry figure of my father. After berating me for yet again acting as though he was dead, he took the ticket from me and walked towards the auditorium. As the doors opened, he turned, looked into my eyes, and raised the middle finger of my own giant foam hand. That's all from the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast. Join me next time for more solitary global insights. It's good to be home. And even after my adventure, I still enjoy the music of Wagner. Time to sit down and enjoy some. In my father's Wagnerstuhl. Ah!